Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning Cartoon. So we made this platform for us to watch our favorites and talk about them. Today we are joined by our special guest, Joe Edwards from the band Take Today. Joe, how you doing? Doing good. I'm excited to uh, relive some childhood memories. Right on. Tell our tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, so I'm old. I'm a musician. I've been doing it for a long time. I sing and play guitar in a band called Take Today. Um, not really else to say about that other than our drummers. Terrible human being. If you do the research, you can figure out why. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> What's that? I'm not a fan. Yeah, he's, yeah, drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty awful. The worst. I would never even hang out with him. <laughs> Me either. Do a podcast with him. Not at all. Not at all. I do not recommend. Moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> you you picked today's episode, so what are we watching? We're watching the real Ghostbusters. Not to be confused with the other Ghostbusters, but the real ones. The real ones. Not the extreme Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. Which I will talk about a little later. Well, part of being old is the fact that this Ghostbusters this is the only Ghostbusters I really knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this came out before I was born, but ran well into the 90s. So I, I watched this growing up. I honestly couldn't remember a single thing about this show. Really? Like, I remember watching it, I remember, because I remember when the, uh, when, when Extreme came out, I remember being excited about it, um, and I was so young that I don't think I'd seen the movie yet, so I must have seen this, there must have been a reason I was excited, <laughs> but I cannot remember a single goddamn thing about the show. Well, I was young when the original movie came out, because I think that was 84, I was it born was 82. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with all things in the 80s, everything had to be marketed with a cartoon or toys. Right, right, right. So, like, this was something that just became a staple of my childhood because it's like, I love the movies, I love the concept. And yeah. it's like, wait, I get an animated version every Saturday morning? Sign me up. Yeah, I don't have much recollection of the show. I feel like I saw the movie first before I knew the show even existed. Um, definitely more... Um, Watching this kind of show with my uh, my cousin Jimmy, we did a lot. At the last episode, I talked about Jimmy. Uh, we also watched Ghostbusters and played with Ghostbusters toys as kids. But that's really all I can remember. So I'm in for a sweet surprise watching this episode. I'm really excited. All right. Well, let's turn it on and see what we think. Ghostbusters. We're back. So, coming right out of the the pilot episode, what are we what are we thinking? How do you feel? It's terrible. It was not yeah. great. Good thing I was a kid. Good thing I was a kid when it came out because oh, definitely it's bad. Oh, that was awful. Weirdly, it makes me want to watch more because they you hope it gets better. Not only that, but they didn't establish like like Mutant Ninja Turtles has Shredder. Yeah. So they have like that villain running through the whole series. And then, like, the mini-villains that report to Shredder, but they have Shredder. Right. There really isn't that for this show. So, like, is every episode just a complete 
standalone? Like, is there any kind of through line or at all? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't remember any, and I'm just kind of curious, like, where the show goes from here. Mm. Um, so many questions. Yeah, I mean, as far as the quality went, I thought the animation looked good. Like, I thought that held up. It yeah. looked fine. The music, they did a pretty good job of emulating the movie. Yeah, the, um, the theme song was literally exactly the same. I mean, yeah, it was, it was the right part of the song. Too, like, yeah. Very similar to the movie. Yeah. Even just, like, the the actual radio music in the background. Yeah. Was the sound effects. Similar, yeah. The yeah. siren. Uh, special effects were very much the same as the movie. Maybe, like, pitched up a little bit. Like, yeah. It's a musical thing. Since I'm a musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. The voices. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to circle back on the voices, because there's there's some fun stuff in the in the voice acting for this show. The cast on this show is actually, like, pretty goddamn good, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing, like, about the show they thought was weird is it kind of expects... I mean, we're kids, and we would have watched whatever, I guess, but it kind of expected you to have seen the movie. It just drops you... Right on into this world. Yeah, no yeah. introduction. No, no nothing. No of anything. Like, no. They don't introduce you to the Ghostbusters. They didn't introduce you to the characters even. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not, like, let alone the concept of the Ghostbusters. But, like, you have to just know who these people are. Yeah, it just drops you right on in. Yeah, and this is the real Ghostbusters. Like, <laughs> if this was to do the real thing, I want. I need some more information. Like, what if I didn't see the movie? What if... A lot of kids didn't see this movie. I couldn't remember Harold Ramis' name until, like, <laughs> halfway through. Well, the episode didn't really tell No, the episode did I wasn't going to say anything, but they never mentioned Egon. His I name yeah, was I, not spoken yeah. at any point. I'm trying to think. They did say Slimer, because, I mean, they blamed they, Slimer for they everything. Did say, they said thought, Slimer a lot. I thought they ever Slimer. Escape Ghost. That, um, was, that was terrible. Oh, I know. It was good, though. Yeah. Are we talking about the comment I just said? The comment. Episode? Oh, yeah, no, the, the comment. Episode was, it was terrible, but it was good. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd, wa- I'd watch mess. more. Yeah, yeah. good. Uh, a fun, hot mess. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch more. When did Slimer become part of the Ghostbusters? Is that, he's in the first is that movie. from. No, I know he's in the first movie, but, but he was a villain in the first movie and they capture him. When did he become, like, part. Like, was he part of the Ghostbusters in the second movie? I. I don't think he was. I haven't seen the second movie in so long. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta watch it. Yeah. Do we though? Do like, we have to watch again, it? Again, I want hot messes. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I guess. Like bad, good movies that we can do. Like, what's it? It's like commentary on. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I Mitch, truly. Mitch is here. That's what I was going yeah, for. Yeah, I truly hate the second Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. When 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 the when the um. When all, when the all girls Ghostbusters movie came out a couple years ago and everyone was like, "Oh my childhood," I'm like, "You're like forgetting that they've already ruined your childhood with Ghostbusters too because that movie is a pile of shit." Yeah, and the real Ghostbusters, <laughs> and the very really real Ghostbusters because yeah, this this was not super great. No. Sold a lot of toys, but oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that was exactly that's, what they were planning that's what on. They did. They made the toys. That's what that with each cartoon before yeah. the show even came out. They made tons of toys. As <laughs> we talked about in Ninja Turtles last time. Yeah. So, yeah. if I remember correctly, I'm, I'm secretly researching this, Slimer was only in the one scene in Ghostbusters 2, was oh, when okay. Lewis was going to try to help them oh. at the museum, he was the bus driver. That's, oh, I, remember, that I remember was, that. That was the extent of, I think, Slimer yeah. in that movie. So, in the movies, he never joined them, he was never a part right. of the so team. How- so, like, so for this show, they just drop him in as the Scooby-Doo 
of the franchise. Yeah, toys. And then they blame yeah. him, and then they blame him for everything, and I felt terrible for Slime. Yeah. Scapegoast. Scapegoast. <laughs> That's gonna be the title of this episode. Yeah. Scapegoast. The name Aww. of my band's next release. I'm into it. Are you? Uh, you know what? I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. Drumming's terrible, but... I... I'm all about it. <laughs> so, in a segment I am tentatively calling, who the fuck was that? I've got... I actually didn't write down, um... I didn't write down who played Venkman. I just know. It's Lorenzo Music, mm-hmm. and he was the guy who voiced Garfield. Um, I don't know how true this is, but I did read that at some point, and this is... I, I had mentioned when we were watching that I thought the original Ghostbusters had at least a little bit of input in this show. Because I read that Bill Murray asked why he sounds more like Garfield than like him. <laughs> um, so Lorenzo actually got, I don't know, fire, but he left the show after the first three seasons. First two, I think, actually. Okay, yeah. I, I'm pulling it up myself, so yeah. Yeah, yeah so he left, in season, he left in season two because at the beginning of season three, Uncle Joey voices that's right um, yeah yeah david collier oh my god voices vankman that's ridiculous now zedmar zedmar winston winston <laughs> is arsenio hall what yep yeah first three seasons for the first three seasons <laughs> so there's a season one season season three where arsenio hall and uncle joey are in the same <laughs> show the Ghostbusters, you know. The Ghostbusters. The hot mess. <laughs> now, Stance. Ray Stance. Ray Stance is voiced by a name that's going to come up again. The most, one of the this, most famous voice actors. On this podcast, because he's in 850 TV shows. What? Is that the actual count? That's the actual, it's 849. Um, oh, he but yeah, Frank, voices. Frank Wilker voiced everything. Oh, I, I I pulled I pulled everything. I'm not even like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the one probably biggest role he's done and say Fred from Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you pick a Saturday morning cartoon, he was in it and he was probably one of the main characters. Here's the one that throws me off because of the way he did the voice. He was Doctor Claw in Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Which you wouldn't think because like yeah. I, I I always do a Doctor Claw impression. I don't know if I should do for Ghostbusters. <laughs> But just to think, like, you know that voice. You've heard that voice throughout your childhood, and then he does Dr. Claw, of all yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, he... Frank Wilker might be the voice of my childhood. The more I think about it, he's in every single show that I've watched as a main character in just about all of them. Got a lot of money back then. I'm sure he's <laughs> rolling. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how... I mean... I'm sure he's rolling because he has 850 credits, but I don't know how much he made for each individual one, but I mean, even if he made a couple dollars, 850 times. He's probably broke right now, just like begging for work. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see him at retro. I can do a million different voices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely not out of the question. Yeah. No offense, Frank. Yeah. Now, the other, the other interesting thing that I wanted to point out... Um, he wasn't the writer for this episode, but he was listed as a producer, and he wrote a whole bunch of them, but my favorite comic book author is one of the main producers and writers on this show, J. Michael Straczynski. Oh. Yeah. Which is weird, having watched it, it not being good, because literally everything he's touched has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the... J. Michael Straczynski was the writer for Babylon 5. Yes. 
Yeah, he's an incredible, incredible sci-fi and comic writer. And he was one of the producers for this show. And man, was it not good. No. It was, it was not great. When he wrote that stuff, was it, be- was it before the show or after the show? All of that would have been after this. So, I mean, this was his early days. So, I mean, he just, like, progressed from there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how early this is in his career. I, I don't... Babylon 5, Babylon 5 yeah. um, is, is definitely in the 90s. Supreme Powers in the 2000s. I don't know what he did before this, but I was very surprised to see his name attached to this. This is the earliest thing I've seen his name on. And, like I said, I love the man. So, that, that's interesting to me. Doing my research now, I think I'm going to blow everybody's mind. Yeah. Because we, we missed this one. Egon yeah. is voiced by the same guy who did Brain from Peaking the Brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It makes so much sense now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, did, I did do the research. I just didn't want to spend too much time with it, and I thought the other three people were more interesting to talk about. But, yeah. But that is a very iconic oh, yeah. like, ca- cartoon character voice. Oh, yeah. When you put mm-hmm. the two together now, yeah. it's kind of like... Yeah, he has, a bunch of, he has a bunch of good credits, too. Yeah, they all did. Like I said, the, the cast on this was actually really good. I mean, no one, no one quite hits Frank Wilker level, but yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, there's all, you could also like doing these episodes, like break it down, like not just write the whole episode, but write part like the cast, the, right. the animation, like going through each part and like writing it. Because yeah, mean, this cast was great, but this was a hot mess, as I yeah. keep saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the story was, the story was a hot mess. I honestly thought everything else was great. I just don't know if the everything else was enough to hold it together for me. Yeah. You kind of just got to, like, think, what was I thinking as a kid when this came on? Like, Yeah. I mean, you, it's easier to judge it now as an adult, but, like, yeah. as a kid, I'm just like, more Ghostbusters stories. Yeah. Yeah. But kids today, would this hold up for them? Yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting question for today's episode because none of us have children to really, you know... I don't think I do. Draw, yeah. None of us have children that we know of to really yeah. draw from. But I, I don't, I don't know if kids today would watch this. I just feeling like like family members and friends that have kids and like working at the the library and children's services and like just learning about the different things that kids are attracted to. I just, I just don't think this would hold their attention. Yeah, I don't even think this is something that would be even revisited with another Ghostbusters movie on the way. Yeah, like you, you see this. And you know how there's always some sort of revival when a big property comes back around yeah. for sequel? Yeah. I really don't see people digging into, like, hey, I want to watch this cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I also just read the saddest thing about this show. Yeah. Right here it says, Ernie Hudson was the only actor from the films who auditioned to play his character in the series. <laughs> However, Aww. the role was given to Arsenio Hall. <laughs> He uh, couldn't even voice his own character. That's terrible. That's... I love Ernie Hudson. <laughs> How? Yeah. How did Ernie Hudson bomb his own own character in lieu of Arsenio Hall? I mean, Arsenio Hall's great. It's awesome, but that's so weird. (laughs) I can't can't even comment on that because it's like none of the other major actors try to play their own role. Right. And like I was reading little tidbits, like Maurice, you know, was asked not to impersonate Harold Ramis, but he did anyway. Right. So it's like. Is it a just Ernie Hudson wasn't getting roles at the time where he just like, hey, I was a Ghostbuster. Let me be the voice of a Ghostbuster. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're going with Arsenio Hall instead. And I mean, as a, I, I, the 80s was a weird time. Like, I don't think they cared about this. But as like a selling point, I would have hired him just to be able to say one of the real Ghostbusters is in the real Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, it's really weird to me that they didn't even bother to do yeah. that. Selling point back then, like, kids yeah. didn't know the difference. No, it's very, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They probably couldn't even tell that, you know, Bill Murray sounded more like Garfield, Garfield than Bill Murray. <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. Well, it's weird. Garfield sounds like Bill Murray. Yeah. Garfield's kind of doing a Bill Murray. He really is. All the time. Yeah. I never thought about that until just now. Mm. <laughs> and now it makes you think back, like, you rewatch that episode and just picture Garfield saying all those <laughs> lines instead. But like, that, that's definitely uh, for another podcast episode, but I definitely want to do Garfield. And that would also require us to rewatch that, and I have no intentions on doing that. Yeah, no, thank you. Hard, hard pass. I just picture, like, Peter going, I hate Mondays. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Throughout the whole series, like... <laughs> just like Peter, one... You need to get the trap. Okay. I just like one, one episode in the future, the real Ghostbusters, where he says, I hate Mondays. That would be... That'd be fantastic. Uh, That's it, not the kind of thing that they would have done in the 80s. In the 2000s, they would absolutely have referenced another oh, show that course. the actor was in. But they wouldn't have done that in the 80s. This is also why it's a good thing I'm not a millionaire, because I would make it happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I just need one episode of Garfield. Money well spent. <laughs> yes. That's all it says. Money well spent. So, I asked, um, I asked our guest last week this. I'll ask it to you, too. If you were... A TV executive, would you buy this show if this landed on your desk? Are we talking like in the 80s or like right now? Right now. <sighs> no, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, only because I know with a movie coming out, like you have to sell it somehow. Yeah. Where you can see the potential that way. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really a Saturday morning anymore for cartoons. Yeah, so it's very say. different now. I mean, if this came to me and it was There's like, channels for cartoons now, though. I mean, Yeah, but if, if somebody came to me with this idea of a Ghostbusters cartoon series, however, like, distributed, whether it's just online or just as a DVD yeah. set or digital set, like, I'd sell it because it would help with the sales of, the, you know, the movies. Like, why are they making toys for the new movie, which isn't supposed to be a toy thing, but it's got a built-in thing to right. it, I guess. So, yes and no. Yeah, the the idea I would probably buy this particular show with this cast and like this way I I, I mean on paper it looks really good I, I mean the only thing I would change is I would hire Ernie Hudson to do the voice <laughs> yeah. of yeah Winston this time I'd leave it Arsenio Hall yeah. he was fine what's he doing now <laughs> it's not bad for Ernie Hudson though he wanted to be in this he wanted a paycheck yes right. sorry Ernie. And I want to see more... I would want to see more J. Michael Straczynski. But like like I said, on paper, this looks great. Having watched it, this was bland. So that's... that's it, it really does make you think, like, where does it go from here? Yeah. I mean, they had several seasons, so... I mean, on my own, I might watch more of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, because I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like, that's... Is this, is this all about, like, ruining childhoods? Or? Yeah, that's, that's the thing that I'm worried about rewatching some of the shows I really loved growing up and like them not holding up. I will say previous episodes the shows have held up better. Yeah. This one was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. This was what, 86 I think this came This out? was 86. I was, I was one year old. I was not born yet. I was four. Depending on what month. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know. I'm gonna I, jump. I ate it up like the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> what was your Saturday morning cereal? A lot of times it was like, in the case of this, when this came out, it was probably the Ghostbuster cereal. 
I know there was a Ninja Turtle cereal at some mm-hmm. point. Like, I I was always for gimmicks as a kid. Yeah. Like if you gave me like the most bland GI Joe tasting like cereal, <laughs> I probably ate it just because it was GI Joe on the box. Yeah. Actually, and and GI Joe cereal would be bland. Well, yeah. here's here's a quick <laughs> side thing on that. Actually, I remember I think it was Rice Krispies had um, a mail away offer for a free GI Joe. And I remember eating Rice Krispies just to try to get that mail away <laughs> offer. And it being a terrible experience in oh, my yeah. like, childhood. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, great. No, it, Not it, great. It's, it's, I remember being terrible. And I don't think I ever even mailed away for that toy. That's such a that's such a sad story. I was just about to say that. <laughs> it's like Lucky Charms without the marshmallows. <sighs> no. Terrible. What was your Saturday morning cereal? I do not honestly remember. I didn't. I, I was a picky eater as a kid. That's true. Um, I ate a lot of Lucky Charms without with, without the cereal. I just wanted the marshmallows because yeah, as I said, I was such a picky. I didn't. I had mozzarella sticks for breakfast. Like I did not eat much. And for you listeners at home, nothing has changed. She still has mozzarella sticks for breakfast. Fair, well, fair part, enough. I used to eat just the marshmallows out of the Lucky Charms before my brother got to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he's ever discovered to this day, at his age of now 41, that there's a lot more marshmallows that come in Lucky Charms <laughs> than he's you know used to. I don't even have commentary for that. That's That's amazing. That's how I roll. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. And watching this episode with us. Um, again, tell our listeners, where can they find you? Um, you can find the stuff with the band, uh, taketoday.com. We're on social media, at taketoday on Twitter, Instagram. I think it's taketodayband for Facebook. Or just come to New Jersey and find me. Just come see us play music. Throw stuff at my drummer. <laughs> just Glass anywhere. Bottles. <laughs> Just anywhere, anywhere. In just the go in the post-apocalyptic just, wasteland of New Jersey. Just go anywhere in New Jersey that has a stage and ask for a take today. That sounds about right. You probably get kicked out. <laughs> this is dropping February first. Do you have any upcoming shows? February twenty eighth, actually, um, playing a place in Tom's River. If you don't live anywhere near New Jersey, Google it just so you can look at it. Um, playing with a bunch of cool bands. We're uh, working on new music, so we'll be playing new songs then. Nice. I'm excited to hear it. Super excited. Yeah, I gotta get a new drummer, though. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> it's not great. His middle name's Francis, for anyone who's wondering. They want to do the research. Oh. <laughs> uh, Uh-oh. Uh, We're in trouble. Cutting this up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, follow us on our social media. We are 8BitFusion on Instagram and Facebook. Our website is popculturejunk.com. Um, you can also find us at some upcoming shows. Yeah, our next show is February 9th. We'll be in Jersey City at the Jersey City Audis Market. Really looking forward to, to that one. Um, on March 1st, we'll be at First Tate Comic Con in Delaware. That's a first time show for us. And we have a lot coming up in April. So keep your, keep your eye on the Facebook and the Instagram for more information. Um, and also, Make sure you visit popculturedogs.com for to buy stuff. Um, and also the South Street Art Mart on South Street in Philly. Uh, we have items in there as well. And make sure you say hi to Nicole's. Nice. Um, thanks for listening. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on. We also created a Facebook group so you can discuss the episodes as well as your favorite Saturday morning cartoons or whatever kids show you want to talk about. Um, So, thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you. Bye.
Possibly New Jersey. New Jersey! <laughs> New Jersey! Fucking great. That's why Turlock's gonna make those Ghostbusters run for the next state. The next state being New Jersey. Everybody's dead. Yeah, they just nuked New York City in its entirety. They're not New Jersey. Show over. Well, that's not well, you, would you be able to tell so, if they nuked New Jersey? I hate to say it, but... <laughs>